Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, this is Cassie. I am the host of The Money Party at In The Money, Money, Money Group. I'm excited because it's Tuesday and it is our Money, Money, Money call, which we always start with evidence. And I'm really excited to go around and uh, hear evidence. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. This is Laura. Yay. All right. Let's hear what's all going good in the money department. Uh, well, one is, uh, I have uh, three things to report. One is um, I, I wasn't on the call last week, so I think this might have been from last week. But um, all week long I would find a penny around the same place, but just a penny here and a penny there and a Oh, and then another place. So I kept finding pennies, and it really was fun for me to um, pick them up and have fun. Um, and then um, uh, I got a free Coke. I think I put that on um, Facebook. And the and the bigness of that was more that I was just ready to get my Coke. I was in line at Costco and just standing there doing my own business, and someone tapped me on the shoulder, and and it and the fact that he said, "Do you want? Are you getting a Coke?" Because I um, I thought he really knew that that's all I was getting because it was, you know, other people were getting meals and stuff. So it really felt like he was specifically speaking to me, do you want, are you getting a Coke? And so that was cool. And then the third thing is we're getting money back from our taxes, maybe to the tune of, I think, $4,000. So, um, yeah, which is funny because my husband says that's not a lot. We usually get more. And I'm just like, it's $4,000. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, so um, I've got good evidence coming in that things are on the right track. I love it. That's awesome. So tell the full, just in case, because someone might listen to this later, and I love the significance of the Coke story. Will you tell it a little bit, like, the whole thing? The the Coke story thing? Yeah. Again, or I, um, in terms of, well, um... Just kind of a little bit more of the details. Like, you were standing there, in case oh. someone didn't read it in the Facebook group. Oh, okay. Well, um, nothing more than I said, though, but I was just like, you know, a Coke's a Coke. I, was, I wasn't bothered about buying a Coke, um, and right. I was in line. I had $5 and didn't even know how much one would cost and, you know, accepting that there was a line. Um, so it was all in peaceful acceptance of buying my Coke, and it just felt... I don't know. It felt magical because it was a random person tapping me on the shoulder, not you know, four people ahead of me and not two people behind or whatever. It was me. So it just kind of felt like an angel or the universe picked me to get a free Coke. And um, partly because I'm paying attention more to what's coming into my life, it, it had meaning that way. But but also it's just like a random free Coke. That's awesome. And just the, the fact that also the way he said it, it sounded as if he knew that that's all I was buying or that's all I wanted. And so... It's as if the universe said, oh, you want a Coke? And here's your Coke. Um, 
So, yeah, it just put a skip in my step. And I don't know. I think I'm actually reveling in the little things more than the big things these days. The petties are more <laughs> significant than the, the big numbers. And I think that that makes me giddy and fun and light. I think that is so true of a lot of people. And I think sometimes they don't realize, like, how magical, like, just that this person tapped you on the shoulder and was like, hey, I can give you everything you want because you didn't want a meal. I'm going to give you everything you want for free. I'm just going to give it to you. And I think there is a lot of magic in those little things. So thanks for sharing a little bit more detail about it. I just love that story because those are really my favorite um, stories. And I find the more I pay attention and the more that stuff happens, the more the bigger money, like, just sort of appears. It becomes as easy as those little things. So I really, I'm excited for you, and I love that story. Thank you. Yeah, fun, very fun for me. Awesome. And I don't, and I don't post that much in the Facebook group, partly just to timing. So it definitely was important because I was willing to spend the time to post it. So Yeah. Definitely. I love that. Very cool. All right, Mel, tell us about your evidence. Oh, I I love that, too. Oh, that's just thanks for sharing all your proof. That's great. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. (laughs) So proof. Well, just now, a few months before I got on the call, I sold one of my another ticket again, which is great. So that's another nine nine fifty. So I was like, woo! So so that's good because they, you know, it's a win win for everybody. They get a good deal. I get money. So that makes me feel really good that they, you know, everybody. It's a win win. You know, it's easy. All I gotta do is put them in the mail, and, and off it goes. So that just happened before I got on the call, and and I got to get on the call. So that's like a real big thing because I was kind of down. I guess that's what I need to work on getting. You know, how do I stay up? You know, so it was it was like wow, this is really a great miracle, um, great proof. Um, and I think I wrote you that um, I got an insurance check, which. I was wondering about about it, but I didn't think nothing of it. I thought they credit my credit card. Well, it just showed up in the mail. It was from last year, so that was a, <laughs> that came. <laughs> that was a great proof because I was really like, oh, I need it for this bill, you know. And it just showed up. <laughs> it was like, wow, that that was amazing. It just I, I was I was in shock. That was I mean not shock, but it was like a good shock. It was very nice, and um, so. That was kind of nice, and when you were talking about, like, some of the little things, um, I went to go cash in, oh, cash in that check, and I went to the bank, you know, so I made sure I had cash so my other things were clear, and the girl, I guess I gave her some change, I guess I gave her too much, so she gave me a dime back, I said, oh, I get money back, too, <laughs> <So> I was <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is great. And so that was great um, proof. And then um, someone bought uh, comedy tickets we had, and they were so thrilled. Uh, they, they wanted to go last year, and they couldn't. So they were just so happy that, again, they got, you know, they got, you know, good deal. We got good deal. It was easy, and the person was really nice. And, and it was weird because this guy who, I guess he worked for a billionaire, so it was like, to, like you, what you were saying, he chose my, my tickets to buy, you know, and when he could buy any of them. <laughs> so, so that was like, wow. So that was a great miracle. So, and then I got, um, 
which I was really, you know, going, oh, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden, uh, my family sent me some Valentine's Day money, which is uh, my sister's birthday is on Valentine's Day, but she still sent me money. <laughs> so that was a nice miracle. And um, and I and my husband thought it was crazy because I was like, drive around. I need to find the mail person because I had to get in the, in the bank before, you know, time. So I was just having faith that there was going to be something good in that mail. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I had total faith. He thought I was totally, uh, you know, he's like, well, I'm, this is crazy. I was like, drive along. We're going to find that male person. And we did, And then, which was good because I wanted to give her some um, some Valentine candy. So it worked out good. So it didn't sit in the, in the mailbox. So that's good. So that worked out perfect. And she had checks for me. So that was a good um, uh, prosperity miracle. And... Um, um, just um, a lot of food miracles too. Um, um, different places, bringing cookies everywhere. Everywhere I go, you want like a cookie. <laughs> so <laughs> usually I'm the one handing out candy. So it's like really nice to say, oh, you know, everywhere I've been going is like, yeah, a free cookie, you know. So so that was really really nice. And um, I won fourteen dollars on a scratch off ticket, so that was really a nice. I love winning, so so that was that made me feel good. So, and to be on this call and to hear everybody is just, just incredible. So, a lot of proof. Awesome. A lot of proof. A lot of money proof. Good. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. You're I love welcome. it. Awesome. For those of you if you're just getting introduced to Mel, she is like the winning queen. So, she <laughs> can manifest to win tickets to anything, and um, she's just really good at winning, which I think is awesome. So, thank you. Thank you for sharing. All right. Who is Illinois? They might be on mute. All right. So if you're Illinois and you're on call on the call, it looks like you are, and you want to share your evidence, just um, chime in and share it. Does anyone have any? questions this week i don't have any um everything looks awesome everybody is doing so good in the facebook group being so supportive and i just love what i see i see a lot of what we're kind of talking about um celebrating the little proof and the little evidence which is super big deal um you know it's amazing how when you start celebrating that and then something happens that can just keep you on track um on sunday i locked myself out of one of my places and I didn't have my phone, my car keys, or my purse. So, and it was starting to snow, and I didn't wear a jacket because I don't usually wear a jacket. So, but as I was walking and um, leaving the place, walking to where I was hoping I could find someone to get me, to take me home, I found, I kept finding pennies walking along the way. So that was a really good sign that, you know, everything is taken care of. You know, this is, you know, you're creating more money, like money's on its way. So I just love that. And when we start to look at those little things, it keeps us really on track when we get used to looking at those because there's evidence all around that you're being successful and you're being taken care of and that you're upping your vibe. So I'm really happy to see everyone celebrating the big and the little things. So it's awesome. Everybody's doing a great job in the Facebook group. I did want to say, um, so if you are in the January group, you have um, gone through your 
28, 31 days of daily emails, and you're now getting an email about once a week with a little bit bigger assignment. Uh, the assignments are going to change and shift a little bit, but they're just more spread out and more time. And the other cool thing that you can do, which I would suggest, is then to go through and feel free to play along as February goes. If you see an assignment that come up and be posted to the Facebook group that's like, oh, I forgot to do that assignment or I didn't have time, go back and do it when it comes around in February or March. And, you know, or if you see it and you want to do it again, do it again because as you keep building on those assignments, every time you do the assignment, they're different. So you get to stay in the Facebook group for 90 days and then you get moved to the alumni group. So it is a great way to just um, – Revisit everything as you go along and really keep growing. So feel free to post your assignments as you see them come up or if you want to repost your video or your um, vision board. Everybody loves to see that. I'm loving to see everybody's vision boards, and I always love to see everyone's videos, and that just raises everybody's vibe because everybody gets excited and uh, loves to look at those visual things. So that's kind of what I have to say. Uh, Illinois. I'm not sure who that is, but do you have anything you want to share or a question? All right, so no, so awesome call. I love when we just get to share a whole bunch of evidence. That is super fun for me, and I think it's super important. Paying attention to the proof or the evidence is really key to maintaining your success and to growing your success. So. Um, does anyone else have anything before we say goodbye today? I I was curious. Um, uh, I I kind of know you, so you're not going to have necessarily opinion one way or the other on this. But I was curious about playing like the lottery and the scratch cards and such. And I was wondering, um, kind of what what you think, a if you have an opinion about them, and b like what what would it be could you talk me through a good energy around them? Could you, yeah, so say the last part. What about the good energy? Uh, you know, around, uh, um, around you know, buying them and stuff like that because I, um, I definitely have had success with the scratch-offs. I've mm -hmm. sort of avoided the, the lottery, the big numbers and stuff, partly because it can be – not confusing to me, but I just like I just don't even know that actually the the back end process when should I pay attention to the numbers and um sort of knowing about the odds kind of gets me sort of like, ah, I don't know if this is the place where I'm gonna devote my energy to them, but I was curious like if you don't play when yeah exactly, all right, cool, so I love that question, I think um. When you start minding your money vibe and you start upping your money vibe, definitely pay attention. Like, number one thing is to pay attention to your intuition. So um, if you get that intuitive hit that, um, oh, man, I should really buy a ticket today, um, it's, number one, important to understand the difference between that little hit or that little nudge that says, um, ooh, like today would be a good day to buy a ticket or I, well, I'm feeling really lucky today. Like understanding that vibe versus um, understanding like when you're at a place of like, oh, man, I really, wanna, I really need money. I really need money. I think I should try this. So those are two different vibrations. And I think, um, I think it's, 
it's money out there to be received. And so we never know which way money is going to come to us. So if you're listening to the intuitive hits about, like, getting a scratch-off ticket, you know, as long as you're being responsible with yourself and you're listening to, and it's your intuition, it's not a desperation, it's a really good, fun vibe. And, um, like, I think it makes sense if it feels good to you. Um, and if, you know, and if you can appreciate even more, like, if if you just play for, you know, if you can get as detached as not caring if you're winning, um, just, you know, enjoying it or whatever, that can also improve the vibe there. Um, and then, like, the big lotteries. So um, if it feels good, then get the tickets. But if there's anything murky, I would say um, maybe maybe it's not something to do yet. But I think, like, in, if you're asking, like, you know, sometimes it gets cloudy because of knowing the odds and all that, you might be being drawn to that. And so maybe um, I think it's a chance, even if you don't end up playing, it's a really good chance to explore your vibration. So, you know, if, if one of the things is, like, oh, the odds, right? So that's one of the things that pops up. One of the things that you can play with to amp up your money vibe is, okay, so if the odds are, I don't even know what they are, like probably like one in, one in a lot, then um, you can play with your money vibe and you can either, so it's a good chance to like um, play with why, you know, the fact that one person does win. Um, it's a good chance to look at the reasons why or, or the times in your life where you won kind of against the odds. Um, and it's a good time to just practice that in a money sense. Um, and then if it feels good, like, go play. But if not, take it as a learning lesson to go um, to just explore those things. And if it's not knowing what numbers to pick, it's a good opportunity to just, um, you know, play with your intuition. And even if you don't play with actual money, like, you can, you know, practice your intuition. Okay, like, here's my intuitive numbers, like, um, and see how they play out, if they would have won or not, or did you feel good if when you picked them, were you, you know, did you feel like you were trying to force it? Did you feel like you were just letting it happen? Those kind of things are really good to play with um, if you're being drawn to that. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, it does. I was wondering, as you were talking, I totally like that, and I love that basically just playing or addressing the thoughts that come up when you're thinking about buying a ticket are really what that's about, not, not necessarily the winning or losing. It's more about what that relationship or what am I making it mean by putting my faith and stock into this venue of making money versus another one and kind of seeing what comes up and exploring that. So I definitely love that. I think that's great growth and great awareness possibilities and practicing intuition and having fun and all that, all of that. The question I have now as you were talking is that I feel like I am good about playing in the space of um, it doesn't really matter if I win or not, but I feel like there's a very, very small window where you can actually sort of talk yourself out of winning too, not necessarily talking about the lottery. Yeah. But like like that you're like, I really don't care. (laughs) So (laughs) what's that? I'm I'm curious if I sometimes play in the really like 
not caring, and then I've just let the universe just walk away from it too because cause I kind of did. Yeah. So I think if you if you commit to following your intuition, you can never walk away from the the place that's yours. Um, getting disconnected. Getting, I don't like disconnected, but detached from it so that you're not attached to that outcome um, can be really beneficial. But I see what you're saying. It's like, do I, can I let it go too much so that it doesn't it doesn't happen? That's that's what you're asking, right? Yeah, I guess I'm letting go of maybe the caring of it. I, I don't know. It's it's like I'm am so nuanced what I'm talking about. Um, but I I always I often wonder if. Um, I can play in that space just maybe by training or whatever. Being a Navy brat, I've had to move on from things, so I've learned how to really release a need for things sometimes or whatever, consistency or whatever, or a sure thing or whatever it is. I've I've gotten really good at that, and so I wonder if there's a little bit of that playing into sometimes. I'm not even sure what I'm talking about per se, but I'm curious if I have energy that can be that sort of like, you know, kind of I neutralized it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think you can, um, I think if you're clear about what you want, and so if you're playing in this space of big numbers like the lottery, like a million plus, if you get really clear on what that feels like and that, that feels good, there's almost no way to, like you can neutralize how it feels but you're still going to be drawn to it, like if you put the energy in. If you decide for a reason, like you're you're letting it go for um, because maybe it doesn't feel good if you don't get it or letting it go because you don't really think it's necessary or you don't have a reason for it, then maybe. So if I was going to play with um, – it's interesting that you bring this up because I've been playing with doing like a – um, how to win the lottery call, um, which I've always said, like, I actually would just want to coach the person to win the lottery. I think for me, that would be more fun than actually winning the lottery. I would love to have a money, money, money person win the lottery and give me 10%. I would be happier with that than the whole thing. Um, but so when you, um, but part of playing with it is getting comfortable with the amount of money. So one of the reasons it might feel like you're neutralizing it is because there's not enough familiarity with it. So I like to figure out exactly what I would do. So if I won $10 million that was paid out over 10 years, or if I won a million dollars, I get really comfortable with those numbers. So, um, And I do this with business as well. So if I'm going to up my income, I get really comfortable with whatever I want it to be. And so I spend it. I think about um, how would it get spent? How would it get allocated? How would it get invested? So, if you're into, if you're being called to play with like bigger numbers from the lottery, I would definitely play with it. And I would, so I would take it, you know, either take a jackpot that's for real, or uh, you know, like that's in your state, or just pick a number like ten million dollars, and actually figure out, okay, ten million dollars after fifty um, percent taxes, that's five million dollars. Um, and then think about, like, would you take that as a lump sum or would you have it paid out over the years? And then um, if it was paid out over the years, I would look up how much that would be because I think it's actually you get less if you do the lump sum. You get the $5 million, I think, depending on which lottery. Um, you get paid out 
um, over the 20 or the 30 years, you get that $5 million. So figure out how much that would be a year. And then with that, figure out how much, um, how much would that look like spending. So I'm going to do it. I think, I think it's 20 years. We're going to go with 20 years. So $5 million jackpot paid out over 20 years is $250,000. So then I would either play with what would I do with an extra $250,000 for the next 20 years or, I don't know, I want to say something would be like something like $3.5 million up front. So I would actually go through and spend that and think, okay, how would I actually do that? What would I do with an extra $250,000 a year? You know, does that simply mean that my husband is not going to go to work anymore, we're not going to work, and we're going to play? Does that mean that we're going to save that for 10 years uh, and have $2.2 million? $2 million, not $2.2. Have $2 million, and we're going to go, you know, buy this dream house. And if that's the case, then I would start looking at those dream houses in the $2 million range. If it means that you would just have an extra 250000 maybe it means now that you would um, you would buy a house. So if, if what you would want to do is buy a new house and a new car, I start getting familiar looking that up. So if I have $250,000 and maybe I want to spend, I don't know, um, an extra 4000 a month on a house, I'm going to go look at houses in that price range. So add 4000 to whatever I'm paying now. For a number's sake, let's say there's only paying $1,000 for my house. So that would be $5,000. I would look at houses in the $5,000 a month payment range, which you can get on a payment calculator um, in Excel or numbers and do a mortgage or just Google mortgage calculator and see what kind of mortgage that would be. Uh, I think it's probably, a, if I'm guessing, I think it's like a $700,000 house. So if that was the case, then I would start, I would go, you know, to real estate website and I'd start looking at $700,000 houses and playing with what I would be buying and what I would want and kind of just go through every aspect of your life and say, how would that be different? And just start even playing with it um, in abstract. Like, what would that look like to actually have an additional $250,000 a year coming in or to have $5 million or $3.5 million just placed in your lap? What would you actually do with that? Because the more familiar that we become with what what it looks like to have that money, the easier it is for the universe to deliver it because it's, there's a concrete idea of what you're going to do versus this um, sort of um, loose idea of, like, I just want all this money. Does that make sense? It does. It, it it definitely does, and it's inspiring me to play that game, um, and and play it with my husband because we we are uh, we're sitting on a possible um, lottery ticket with the startup he's with, and there's a couple of years to see yes or no in this, and um, and so what I like about this possibly if he's willing to play the game is that he can also start aligning with him being successful at the company and seeing but in a playful detached way versus all the eggs in one basket kind of way maybe um so and part of it also the fact of letting my husband help help is that he's a finance guy i think it would be easier like i heard you go through all those numbers and it was awesome but um for me uh it's possible that it would 
you know, it would be nicer to have a facilitator in the the money sense. So um, that that's cool, and maybe making it like a a monthly or a weekly game or something. I've heard of this game called Cash Flow. Have you heard of that game? I have. I love Cash Flow. I've never played it. I I get I get um I get stumped with the sort of figuring things out. Um, uh, yeah, it's a game that um it's it's really cool if you can um find somebody who knows how to play and they can teach you. There's a lot of rules, but once you get it, it is really fun. Like we I used to play it. Some friends of mine bought it, and this is probably like almost ten years ago, but we played it a lot, and I. I love it, and it's really good for it is really good for getting your brain to think differently about money and about you know what you can do with so in the game it's it's similar but different to what I'm talking about, but what it does is it opens up the way that your brain sees different possibilities so if you know in the game if you get twenty thousand dollars, you learn what can you do with twenty thousand dollars you know if you can you know, you can invest it for five percent and then you know, you're going to get, uh, what if that's $500 a month or $1,000 a month or whatever um, back. Or you can, you know, invest in a property and maybe you're going to get, um, you know, $2,000 back a year. And so it really opens up to that there's multiple possibilities of what you can do with money. And I think that that's really helpful. And I think that would be awesome. And I love that you want to play the game with your husband. And I think that this might be why you have that lottery nudge, you know, why you're kind of like, I don't know, like you're feeling a little bit drawn to that is because, you know, you're moving into a higher money vibration and you're seeing the possibilities and, but your, your brain and the universe is kind of wanting you to, to fill in the pieces, almost put the puzzle together to see what it would look like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, which is giving more information to work with Mm -hmm. to the universe. Yeah, no, I, I do like that, and I I think I've been nebulous. Like kids' education paid off, and then and then I've had sort of a sort of more like a dog on the bone with that, where I'm like, once that's figured out, then I'll then I'll be more relaxed with money or something. So I know that that can be my kink point, and I am practicing uh, noticing that that it's not when I've got that figured out. Then it's um, assuming it will be figured out. Then then what would I be doing? And, you know, definitely being fiscally responsible as normal, but also expanding the possibilities for what my life could look like, assuming it's all taken care of, because there's a million ways that that can take place, that it can be taken care of. Yeah. Um, exactly. I like that. And it, and you, this is such a good example, because, um, you, I apologize, I was answering a question in chat, but you, that is a big thing for you, and I think that's what sometimes we get stuck on is, like, it's, like, okay, like, for you, it's the kid's education. I'm going to pay off the kid's education, and that's the, like, most important thing. And what that kind of does is it almost limits a little bit what can come in because, A, like, if there's not a, a number for that, which I would suggest, like, if anyone is in that situation, like, do some research and put an actual number to it. Whether it's right or wrong, like, put the number because it's going to, it's a lot easier to, um, you know, say I need 50 or I need 70 or I need 100 or I just need $20,000. That gets really, 
the universe can sort of find a way to filter that in versus, like, I just need enough money for education, which is a little bit vague. Um, and it, it gets tricky because in law of attraction, um, you know, you don't want to get too attached to a certain number, but you do want to kind of give some specifics because it does give a little more guidance um, to the universe and to you about what you want to bring in. And so um, I wanted to say that, that I think if you get stuck on that, definitely, like, evaluate that a little bit. And then, yeah, like, a lot of people get, like, this one thing that we want taken care of. We just want money for the one thing, which really you want money for more than that. That's just the most important thing. And um, you, you can do so much with, like, more money, like, after that's taken care of, if that makes sense. Yes. No, yeah, I do. I do. And, I and you know, by working with you and um, just being open to seeing my relationship with money changing over time, um, a lot has shifted. And it's, it's as if I'm talking about a different thing, still knowing that that can be sort of, you know, when I'm not feeling as enlightened, that can be my trigger, but um, released a lot of it you know, got a job, even just getting that job and having money flowing in without effort, even though I'm working, enjoying my job, um, that's released that story. And we have looked at the money that it would cost, and we realized we're we're way farther along them than we thought. And part of it was having my husband see that, too. Like, I think he was thinking it was going to cost more or that we weren't far enough along, and we are. So, it's just definitely being willing to really look what's the real story that we're talking about versus the uh, created story in our brains about what it looks like. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you've um, looked at it. Uh, and I just I think it's such a great example of, you know, how to expand and that you can expand. And I love that you, like, you're, that your job expanded that and that it's easy and fun and you enjoy it. I think that is super powerful and a reflection of your money vibe. Yeah. 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 And it keeps getting more, I get more money from that job that's easy and fun. So just want to put that in there too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It just keeps happening. It keeps getting more money and more fun. Yeah. Yes. And I am proud or excited that I've been cur- intuitively or curiously looking at different other small, easy, fun jobs. Um, um, and just noticing that I'm excited about the possibility of adding, knowing that maybe it's probably not those jobs I'm looking at, the easy and fun jobs, but that I can tell that I'm going to have more bandwidth to create more money. Um, And it may take, um, I don't want to say effort, that's the wrong word, but it, it, it feels fun to be in the place of creating it by doing something. Right now, for me, it's fun to do something and see money Um, and opening up to the passive part of the income, which I already have going on, and I also would like to recognize I have passive income because that's another story I've been saying that I don't have, but I know I do have that. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that is so – I love that because that is so true. Like so often we're telling a story that might not be true, and that is the thing that can block us. So I love that you highlighted that that you do have passive income. Um, you did it with talking about the money for the, your kids' college, that they that you have, you have more than you think you did. And all of those are great stories to open up and open up to um, more money coming in. Awesome. Yes. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm loving this this conversation. Oh, and I also want to add, and I know this is another story I've had, is that I am co-creating with my husband, and I um, am feeling uh, that the, that he is um, morphing a little more into the way I'm choosing to see things. It's been time, or in the, in the beginning, I thought he had to be aligned with the way I was thinking, but that he's he's getting he's coming to meet me where I am on this and. Um, so together we're we're creating something for our family. So um, I was telling a story that it had, we had to be seeing everything the same, and that doesn't have to be true. That is so true. Like I love that because I get that question a lot, and I think you're a great example of. Um, so the question I get a lot from people is, you know, how do you co-create with someone who? it might seem like they have either different money views or they don't believe in law of attraction, but you're married to them, so things seem to be intertwined. And the quick answer to that is you just keep doing your thing. You just keep opening up. And then what happens is exactly what's unfolding in Laura's life. Like you just keep doing your work and they open up. And they eventually start, like you said, meet you where you are, start to come over, start to see things um, in the same way. And the key, I think, is to just be aware that um, the attachment of having them see it your way, because also their way can be useful, too. It's a good good barometer also, like, to, to, to discount their way also isn't necessarily the right thing either, because um, um, it opens up to you also to give evidence of how you want it even more to be different than what they're thinking. So... Sometimes there are good um, sort of Buddha in your home to recognize how you you want it to be different and to amplify that as well. So um, I would recommend being okay and almost even celebrating someone not having the same mindset as you for a while. Um, it releases the tension. Yes. I love that you reminded us of that because it does create a lot of tension, which just creates friction and more of you not getting what you want when you're actively trying to change them. But if you can let go and even celebrate, I love that you said that, that they're different and respect that their way might work, is, you know, is valid too, um, you're going to get a lot farther a lot quicker. Yes. Ah, I love it. So I am loving this. There's some another thing spaced out that I wanted to talk about, but I love this. I want to, and we can definitely continue. I want to, before we get too far away, uh, Erica had a question in chat about about moving to a new vibration and about how playing the money game is good because it can help your brain to change. Um, So I just want to reiterate and hopefully I'll answer her question and just type in if I'm not, Erica. Uh, So playing a money game, like where you're expanding or you're saying, okay, if I had $100,000 come in or if I had $2 million come in or even $5,000 come in, what would I do with it? That is, if you work out, what am I going to do with that? Whether it's $5,000, it's like, okay, if $5,000 comes in, I'm going to do X with the money. Um, And I would suggest um, if you haven't um, read my books, Dealing with your money shit, um, you can still get the budget for attraction off of my website, just the Excel sheet. 
And it doesn't mean that it's the answer, but the budget for attraction gives you an outline of a good way to spend your money. And you can adjust the percentages as, as you want, but basically if you set up a container for all money that comes into your life, it can create this, um, it automatically creates an alignment, it creates a vessel, and it creates a way. So it's already giving some structure. So if you say that you're always going to spend 60% on expenses, you have the ability to adjust what those expenses are. But if we're using the $250,000 example and you take 60% of that as expenses, and you can decide, like, so that could be a car, that could be um, car, it could be your house payment, it could be what you're spending on food, um, it can be the, you know, the house, the light, the, all those bills. It gives your brain a way to say, okay, we are going to spend about $12,500 a month on those expenses. So you know if you want, you know, a $1,000 a month car or, um, you know, if you want a second home like at the beach or something, you know that you're going to, you know, put so much of that 12005 to that home. You're going to put so much to your current home. You're going to put so much to your car payments, whatever they are. And so it really helps your brain identify what you're going to do. And when you do it that way and you say, all right, so 10, 10% is going to go to loving my life, which is this is in the budget for attraction. And I'm just using this because it gives a good example of how to play with it with your brain. Because when you start to play with this, sometimes it, it can feel overwhelming. So 10% would be $25,000 a year, which is roughly $2,000 a month is going to loving your life. So that's the really fun stuff. That might be saving for vacations, going on a vacation every three months. That might be um, going to a really nice date night every week. That might be taking a family weekend trip up to the mountains to ski if you live near a ski resort. Whatever that is, then you know where that goes. The more that you play with actual numbers and what you would actually do with more money, the more your brain understands what's going to happen. So it's not just nebulous because even though it sounds really good to say, um, I might, I, you know, $10,000 is going to come in, a million dollars is going to come in, $10 million is going to come in. If your brain doesn't know what you're going to do with that, it can actually start to overwhelm it a little bit. And if you get overwhelmed, you might not notice it as overwhelmed because um, it just might not feel like that and it might not make sense. It's kinda, it sounds a little bit crazy to think, oh, if a million dollars comes in, my brain is going to get overwhelmed by that. But if your brain doesn't know what it's going to do with it, it can. And so what happens is it doesn't know what to do. So unconsciously, you can push that away because you're not sure how that would play out. And a million dollars can trigger any, any beliefs in there that might not have gotten rid of that might be a little bit negative, like somebody with that much money isn't good or whatever it is. But if you allocate that out, one of the ways to get rid of those beliefs without having to really dig them up is to allocate that money out. So if you allocate out where it's all going and you tell your brain, like, you're doing really good with it because, you know, if you get a million dollars in, you're giving 10% away, which is $100,000, automatically you're telling your brain having that money is good. And the more that you're... Um, the more that you play with those numbers, the more familiar you get with those numbers without getting attached to them. So not like, oh, my God, I have to get this so I can get this. 
but the more that you can play with them in sort of a logical way and understand what you would really do with more money, your brain feels more comfortable um, basically taking you down the path to that more money because it knows what's going to happen. It doesn't feel scary or overwhelming, number one. Number two, the universe knows what you're looking for. So it has the ability to deliver what you want if in terms of money, but it also can feed you things in other ways that it now knows you want. So by putting on paper, like, this is what we're going to do with a million dollars or $2,000, and it doesn't matter the amount. Start where you are and what feels big and unfamiliar and what you wouldn't know what to do with. But once you put that on paper, the universe also knows what you want. So if it's, you know, a certain type of house, if you're looking at the house you would pay, you know, you would live in if you had more money or a certain type of car or just maybe what would be in your refrigerator if you had more money, the universe has more options to play with and more ways to deliver that. So it could start to deliver those things to you. It can just shortcut it if that's the easiest way to give you the type of food that you want or to give you the vacation experience you want. Um, it can shortcut that and it might just hand you the vacation without necessarily handing you the funds to go buy the vacation, if that makes sense. And um, it gives your brain a way to feel more comfortable with more money. And the more comfortable you feel with money, the, it's going to raise your vibration naturally um, just because your brain is going to understand it. It's going um, to raise your whole vibration in what you're putting out there because you feel really comfortable with money. And then I had a second point, but I lost it. <laughs> but... Um, so the more, you know, oh, and then it's also, just to recap, it's going to give the universe all these options of things that um, it can deliver. And so, yeah, when you're, play, if you're playing the lottery, even if you're not playing the lottery, I would play, you know, I would play the lottery just with practicing how to win a million dollars and then how to win two million and then how to win ten. What would you do with that if you won that? I would definitely play with those numbers and that's going to up your vibration because your brain's going to understand which is going to up your whole mind-body vibration and it's also going to give the universe a lot to play with. So hopefully, Erica, let me know if I didn't um, explain what I was talking, if that wasn't what you wanted clarity on. Yes, you make you more visible to the universe. Erica just typed in, um, you make you more visible to the universe and that's exactly what happens. You say, you're highlight yourself more because you, you're more concrete about what it is that you want and how it is that you want to live. Does anyone have any questions about that? I think that's been the, the most brilliant way that um, the law of attraction and the money part has been described because if you watch The Secret, um, that, that was uncomfortable for me because I didn't necessarily really want the Ferrari, but the way you're describing it feels more resourceful. It feels more aligned and expansive and maybe enlightened, I guess would be the word. And it, it doesn't feel, um, partly also my money stories change since I saw the secret, but, but, um, but it just, it feels as though um, you get to, um, it's helping me hear more that it doesn't matter what I want. I get to what, want what I want, and it might not be a Ferrari, um, and that's okay. I don't know. For some reason, the way you describe it is a little different, and it makes it sound more like the right way to do it than the secret did. 
Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think you, you bring up a really good point. Like often that's what gets shown is that, that red Ferrari. And if you don't want the red Ferrari, your your brain is like, yeah, that's, that's not what I want because it's not, if it doesn't give you a good feeling, that's totally fine to want the red Ferrari. But I know a lot of people who don't really want the red Ferrari. Um, and so, yeah, it just gives you a way. I love that you that you highlighted that because it's so important. And that's one of the reasons is because we get, we live in a world where we get sold things versus through advertisements is like, you should want this, you should want that. And so sometimes when your brain thinks about having more money, it thinks it should spend it on those things that have been kind of thrown at it. But if you give it a different path and you say like, no, no look, this is going to make us happy. This is what we want to do. It works it works with you. So I appreciate you sharing that thought as well. And I'm happy for anyone who wants a red Ferrari. And I'm not, I'm, yeah. I don't judge, I don't judge red Ferrari owners at all. <laughs> Just, you know, put that out there. Um. <laughs> yeah, totally fine if that is your gig. I just find right. a lot of people that's not. And the thing about um, the red Ferrari is sometimes it's hard to want. You might get to a place where the red Ferrari is exactly what you want. Um, but before everything else is taken care of, it can feel a little cart before the horse, and that doesn't feel good either. And so sometimes that's why that doesn't feel good. You may very well get to a point where it's like, heck yeah, I want the red Ferrari, right, or whatever, the Tesla, whatever it is. So it's totally okay to want it, and it's okay to not want it yet as well. Yes, that's a good point too because I was also – wanting to believe that I may expand my desires and what what I want and it may may look like my version of Red Ferrari and to someone else it might be a stretch for them at the time and the money place that they are. So. Yeah. And even yeah. the life I have now might be that for someone. So I want to respect that. Yeah. That's a great point too. Like wherever you are is okay. And the the main point is to start wherever you are. That's why sometimes it might be easier to think about what would I do with an extra $2,000 a month um, versus what would I do with a million dollars? Because sometimes where you are money-wise, that thinking about that million dollars is too much. But if you can get really comfortable with an extra 2000 or 5000 or even $500 showing up, knowing what you do with that makes it easier and makes it feel really good. And that's important to understand is that you don't have to, um, and I think there's a call about this, but, you know, someone had once asked me, like, why wouldn't I ask, um, I don't know, it was like in one of the, I think it's like day one where I say, you know, I wanted a five-figure savings account. And someone's like, well, why don't you ask for, you know, $10 million? Well, at the point where I just wanted to not, you know, be paying on my credit cards and I wanted to have, money and savings, that was a really big goal. And $10 million felt like way too big and was way too much for my brain to comprehend. But I could comprehend having five figures in my savings account. I could comprehend not having to pay certain bills every month. Yes. Yeah. Amen. So, yeah, the main thing is, like, is start where you are because wherever you are is where you are. And, you know, you can incrementally get to where you want to be 
um, really fast if you just honor where you are. I think it's the main thing I want to say about, you know, all that. And just, you know, play with it. Like, have fun and explore and really put the time in. Like, that's the thing. It's, it takes a little bit of time to raise your money vibration. You know, when we're talking about, like, playing the, you know, the game, if, if I win the lottery, that takes a little bit of time to really, because you have to go through and figure out, well, what what does this certain um, price tag, what kind of house is that? And you got to look and decide, you know. Or, you know, if I had X amount to spend on a car every month, what kind of car would it be, you know? Would I want to spend that on a car, you know? And so it takes a little bit of time, but it's worth it. And that's what really raises your vibration is that exploration and that understanding is really what helps, you know, your brain understand. It raises your vibration and helps you become, um, I love that Erica said this, more visible to the universe. So, yeah, is there any other questions? This is an awesome discussion. I love it. This is an awesome discussion. This is fabulous. <laughs> this is excellent. Oh, thank you all for bringing up these questions and all this. Oh, it's fabulous. And you're doing a great, it's great the way you explained it, too. It felt really um, connected, you know. It's, uh, you did a great job explaining that. I do have um, a different kind of, I guess a different kind of question around, um, Kind of, I don't know. I want to call it abandonment, but it's not. It's not like a bad abandonment kind of thing. Like say, I wanted to, like I, I wanted to hire somebody, which I've had help me before in the past, and uh-huh. have this person still on like in there, you know. And probably some of it was my money thing because I was like, well, I really don't have the money, but I know that if it does, it will help me clean up things and help. So, and then the person. I have to get off the phone. And, you know, then the person decided, you know, that, you know, it was too far and things like that. So it kind of felt like, okay, I made the decision that this is what I wanted to do at the time. And um, so then I kind of, how would, how do you, like, or like even the tickets, like I have like the tickets for um, the speedway that we won. And it's like, okay, someone would be a great deal. But I was like, why hasn't anybody called? They're good tickets, you know, and I just feel like, why are the other ones selling in this one? You know, how do you get, how how do I keep my vibration so it's like like I like the girls like I think Lauren is that her name she she was saying just let it go kind of <laughs> yeah just let it go yeah so I think um so one of the ways is what the way we started the call so the more you focus on um, the evidence that things are going right. Um, the better it is and the easier it is to let go. And the more that you, um, you, and the more you do that, the more your brain starts to play with more possibilities. So exactly everything we've talked about is a really good thing to do even if, um, because the more you get your brain used to looking at different possibilities, the easier it pops up and you can create a different story. And that's part of the law of attraction is just telling a different, better story. So um, one thing about the tickets is to keep your eye on what's working. So it's to keep your eye on that certain tickets are selling. Um, because as long as you're telling yourself, oh, you're, these aren't selling, why aren't they selling, what's going on, that's just repeating that story that they're not selling. So it's really to focus on what's going right, which part of that is, you know, looking for proof, looking for evidence, and focusing on what is right. And then, um, you know, start 
one of the things I love to play with is practice telling different stories. Um, because, again, this is one of the ways that you become more visible to the universe. If you start playing with the ways that the universe can help you out, the universe can help you out more. So if I'm telling a story, um, like about the tickets, I might say, oh, man, someone's going to come in last minute and they're going to be so thankful that these tickets are available. You know? Um, they're going to be, you know, so, you know, just so excited about that. Um, that's a really good one. Someone's going to come in and they're going to, you know, at the last second, two people are going to be wanting these, and I'm going to have to say, well, whoever pays me more, um, you know, come up with as many different stories that feel really good and possibilities. Because when you're in that possibility place, your vibration naturally rises. You're naturally more attractive to the universe. You're a better magnet, and your vibration is naturally higher because you're usually more excited. You're happier when you're in the place of positivity and possibility. So everything has the opportunity to come in more. Um, and I, I practiced this the other day. So there's a, there's a property that, that I, I have had my eye on. Um, it's a, it's a mansion that's been divided up into six places. I would really love to own this property for a lot of reasons. And so, um, I've been in the process of working on it. And the other day, um, the, the other realtor contacted my realtor and it's not listed yet, but we're kind of working before it gets listed. And so, um, and the realtor gave the price. Well, I could tell because I've run the numbers and I have to get a loan for this property as I do for most properties. So I know what the bank will loan me. I know what the percentages are. I know what the rents have to be. I know what everything has to work out. When I saw the price, it doesn't, it doesn't meet the bank qualification. So I can't get a loan. So, you know, basically I told my realtors to you know, just let him know that this doesn't qualify, like if they don't get a cash buyer, because it's going to be the same for any buyer who comes in who has to get a loan, they're going to have the same requirements. So if these people, these people either have, are going to have to get a cash buyer or they're going to have to lower their price. So I just told the realtor to do that. And, I, and instead of sitting there getting sad or upset um, about this house, which, by the way, I really want. So it would be really easy to get upset and say and, and start to go down the path that this isn't going to work out. I just told myself, like, that place is mine. Like, it is mine. It's there. It, it is. That's the way it is. And, you know, so I tell myself that story. Well, simultaneously, I started to look at, okay, well, I'm going to sell another house to get the money to have down for that, which is just part of the back story. But so I just started figuring out what else can I do with that money. So if I don't, I still want to sell this other property because I've gotten to where I want to sell the other property. So if this doesn't work out that I want, how else will this situation work out awesome? So I started playing with numbers and what would I do with this other money, and I got really excited about the possibility. So I'm pretty neutral about whether that house works out or not. So today... In the mail, I got a thing to enter a contest where you can win um, a beautiful mansion or $2 million. And I went, and as soon as I pulled it out, I was like, oh, yeah, there's another way. I can totally win this and buy that other house and everything is awesome. So the more you play in that space and you, um, you know, either tell a different story or create another possibility that feels good, the more things filter in um, of how you can get what you want. Does that make sense? 
Oh, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Thank you. You're welcome. This is awesome. Anyone else have any questions? Cool. So remember that this is um, this will be in the archives. Um, if you want to note, it's call number 20. I'm going to try and add the description. I don't know that I can capture all of the juiciness that we've gotten to talk about on this call. Um, but if you want to highlight, if you ever want to go back and listen, this call is always available to listen to. So um, thank you guys so much for calling um, and joining and celebrating your proof and your evidence and Oh, my gosh, for asking such great questions. Excellent. Thank you, Thank you so much for Thank your you. wisdom. Yeah, You're welcome. That was great. And everybody's questions, that was great. Thank you all. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. All right. If anyone, does anyone have anything else before we say goodbye? Nope. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I appreciate you all showing up and bringing your questions and keep posting your proof and your evidence and your celebrations in the Facebook group. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.